back to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with small business owners from around the world where they share their perspectives, pieces of advice, and their stories behind them and their businesses. Now with me today is Maria. She's the founder and owner of the Boho Vase. Maria sells dried floral arrangements, which are very beautiful. Definitely check them out on her Instagram and other goodies. Now she sells all this online and in her physical storefront, which is located in Iowa. Now on this episode, Maria discusses her journey from going to school for entrepreneurship and eventually starting her own business and opening her retail storefront. She also shares her advice for other small business owners and just gives her perspectives on her her entire journey. Now, before we hear from Maria, I'd appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Helps others discover the podcast and the small businesses that we feature on it. You can also follow Virtual Coffee on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the social medias. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Now let's hear from Maria. Welcome, Maria. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Really looking forward to hearing more about the Boho Vase. So let's jump in. Tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your business, and then we'll get into the specifics. So I'm Maria. I am 26 and I live in Des Moines, Iowa. I started a business called the Boho Vase. It's all like dried florals, home decor, gift stuff. Yeah, pretty much that. You know, I always am so curious how folks initially had the idea for the business, right? Especially this one. This one's pretty unique with the dried florals. Was it a passion? Was it a hobby? Was it a random idea? What's the origin story? Yeah, so the idea for it is basically something that I stumbled upon. It was during COVID and I was scrolling through TikTok and I came across this girl that was doing like a trash to terracotta painting method. So I had cleared off my kitchen table and just started painting these vases that I had underneath my kitchen sink. Uh, And then I posted them to Facebook and one of my friends had commented, you should really sell these to brides. I think they would be a hit. So I posted them to Facebook Marketplace and I was getting like a million messages at the time. And I was like, okay, maybe I could sell these somewhere else. So I started a little um, Etsy shop where I was just selling vases and I would stage them with like pompous grass because here in Iowa, you can get pompous and like the ditches, you can cut it. Mm-hmm. And so I would stage them with pompous grass and dried florals that I would just find. And then eventually people wanted the dried florals in it as well. And I'm not a florist. I didn't <laughs> go to school to be a florist. So I basically taught myself and reached out to other creators on how to create arrangements And so at that point, I was like, I'm going to get off of Etsy. I'm going to start my own website and do these dried floral arrangements. So it turned into that. I would thrift vases, paint them. I would just find some like really cool, unique ones and then do the dried floral arrangements in them. So yeah, just kind of all like fell into place and just kind of grew that way. So it always amazes me how, you know, you just one day decided to do that painting, posted it and boom. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just always <laughs> so cool to hear because there really is no 
you know, magic like moment, right? It, it tends to happen yeah. pretty naturally. That, that's cool. Yeah. And I was looking for that magic moment because I went to school for entrepreneurship and small business. And I just wasn't sure like what my niche was. And I was trying to follow like what everybody else was doing. So I started out doing clothing and then I quickly realized like clothing is not my thing. <laughs> I am just not great at it. And so I found the vases and I did the home decor for a while and I was like, okay, this is what I really want to do. So yeah, that, that's neat to hear. And once you decided, you know, to launch and specifically do your own website, did you know how to build your website? Like just getting into the technicalities, right? Even for myself, you know, thinking about, oh, should I build a website for the podcast? Like, how do I do that? How, how did you yeah. tackle the, those kind of steps that, you know, you maybe didn't initially know how to complete? So in college, we did learn how to build a website. Um, it okay. was a different kind of like form, I guess. But most of the websites I would shop on, if you scroll way to the bottom, it'll tell you what like brand it is. And most of it was Shopify, either Square okay. or Shopify. So we built our one website through something called Wix. And I wasn't, it wasn't super user friendly. You can design a lot more and customize it a lot more, but most of what I was seeing was Shopify. And so I really looked into that. Um, their customer service is great. Like you can reach out to them, ask questions. Um, they have forums that you can read through. Really, I just figured it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just figured it out by myself. Yeah. And just really, I'm a big, like, if I find something, I have to like know everything about it type of person. <laughs> so like I would watch the YouTube videos, I would go through the forums and just kind of teach myself. So no, that makes sense. You take it one step at a time, right? And you, if you yep. want it to happen, you got to figure it out somehow. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nice. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> kind of along that, you know, the, the website just comes to mind, but was it nerve wracking? You know, I'm sure you had to put money into the business before you, you know, were getting money back. I know that's a big moment for a lot of folks who want to scale up their business, right? You hit this moment yeah. of, oh shoot, I need to invest a lot of money into this. How did you kind of get through that moment? And we don't need to go into the specifics of the financials, but more so, how do you trust yourself to take that leap? Any thoughts that went through your mind that you'd want to share with other small business owners? So I'm very like conscious of how I spend the money. So when I first started out and I was just doing it through Etsy, I would save everything. So like when I would do my pop-ups, that's originally how I started. So I would go and do these pop-ups at other businesses at different markets. So the cost to get into them is pretty low. It's like a hundred, two hundred dollars for like the bigger markets. And you know that you're pretty much going to make that back because they're like two or three days long or even like the smaller ones. Like if you pop up at a different store for a few hours, you don't really necessarily have to pay anything to get in. And then you're making, hopefully, hopefully you're making a profit there. So I would literally save all of that money. And then when I would do my online, it was more of like, now online, you don't necessarily need a website all the time. You can sell through social media. So just making sure that that cost was covered and I was coming out pretty even on that. So yeah. Right. That's helpful. It just always reminds me that there's no magic formula. Oh, <laughs> yep. Yep. You just are taking it one day at a time and doing, making the decisions that are best for you and your business. And I, I think that's yeah. just a good, good piece of advice just to kind of pull people back to reality, right? Like, Hey, just yeah. do, do what's best, do what's best for you. 
Yeah, and you can kind of gauge too, like when you're at pop-ups, are people interested in my products? What products are selling well versus just throwing it all out there online and crossing your fingers? So you kind of get like a free trial of what's going to sell when you do it in person. So, yeah. That makes sense. Doing that in-person user testing, right? It seems like that's yes. a good way, good way to do that. Yeah, that's a great, great piece of advice there too. Excellent. Well, want to get into, you know, the, the actual products you sell. So I know you mentioned, you know, vases, the dried florals, you know, for folks who maybe haven't gone to your Instagram or your website or your store, can you just give us some more details there or examples of what folks could expect if they wanted to purchase from you? Yes. Yeah, so on our website, so it starts out with like the dried floral arrangements. So I sell, each arrangement is unique to its own. So you'll, they'll all be different faces, different flowers in there, and you can purchase the arrangement as is. So whatever you see on the website is what you'll get. And then I sell like dried floral bouquets. So if you already have a vase at home, you're looking for dried florals that are going to be everlasting. They're not going to die on you. I have pre-made bouquets as well in all different sizes. And then you move on to the home decor part. So I really like to go to antique stores. I like to go thrifting. I'll find different unique pieces that way. And then also find like faces and candles and home decor and stuff from other small businesses as well mm. that we do through wholesale. And I like to incorporate that into my store as well. Um, we have like games, puzzles, car air fresheners, like lip balms, um, all the little cutesy little things too. So, yeah. That's wonderful. And it seems like you really expanded beyond the initial initial product. How did you do that? And I know that that probably ties into the story of how you obtained your retail store, your, your in-person, your physical storefront. Uh, can you walk us through that journey? Yeah. So... Pretty much when I started out with the florals, I was working out of our guest bedroom in our townhome and quickly grew out of that space. It kind of moved into the next room then the next room. And I was like, you know, I've always wanted a storefront and I've always known I've wanted a storefront. And so here where we live, I was just kind of looking. We have like this old it's called Uptown Ankeny and it's like this older type Main Street feel. And where I grew up, that's what I always knew. It's where I worked when I was younger at a different small business. And so we found the storefront and it was just, I knew I wanted it, but I knew I didn't just want to do florals. And so I started out with just doing like the cards and the flowers and then like candies, like stuff that would go with flowers. And then it quickly kind of grew into, okay, well, I want to do other things. Like I'm very much a visual display type of person. And so I love building the big displays. And I used to work at Bath and Body Works and was a manager there for about four years. And when you walk into a Bath and Body Works, your front tables are like immaculate, huge displays. And so I used to build those up and like run the teams that would do that. And so I learned a lot from that to do that in my own storefront. And finding the products, displaying them all pretty and nice. And I don't know, it's just something I really enjoy. So <laughs> it's really neat that you opened up your own storefront. Was Did that take a long time? I'm always curious, you know, from the time you maybe sign that lease and get the physical space, how long did it take to actually set up? Like, what are some of the steps there? It seems very overwhelming from an, you know, third person perspective. But how, how was it living that journey? I want to say we got 
we signed the lease in like July and then I got guests and then we opened in October. Wow. So it was pretty wow. quick. But as for like designing the storefront, like again, I'm very much like not trying to be like cheap, but I want to find unique pieces. So when mm -hmm. I first opened up, I would thrift my tables. I would paint the tables. I would find the wall shelving that I wanted that was very minimal and just really creating the story like with my products instead versus going all out on the furniture pieces. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. You can create and do whatever you want and the paint, the wallpaper, like it's just really fun. It's really inspiring what what you've done and and just seem to have taken it with such a calm perspective, right? And like we keep mentioning that like day by day, step by step. I'm sure there were stressful moments, but I appreciate your perspective on it all of. Yeah, I, you know, the, I wanted this to be the next step and I made it happen. <laughs> yes. I'm interested going back to, you know, you mentioned you went to school for uh, like small business entrepreneurship. How did you feel that's helped you in spinning up the boho vase um is that something you'd recommend to others who are interested in going down that path just curious your perspective like looking back on going to school for something like that how has that helped you now oh definitely so when i was in high school there's a lot of people around you going to the private schools going to the four-year colleges and i just went to a two-year college and i I'm so thankful I did that, A, because student loans are crazy, <laughs> and B, because I didn't quite, like, I knew I wanted to do business, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to go all four years for it, because a lot of times, and, like, looking back at it now, my experience I got was experience in the real world, so going to college for those two years, it really taught me more on, like, taxes and corporations and like the small business like lingo almost mm -hmm. i guess more of my experience and like what's really helped me it was from the jobs i worked after that so i'm glad i went to school for that for sure and had something as like kind of a stepping stone because even if i didn't end up doing this it still would have been helpful no that makes sense and it seems like the school helped you like you mentioned with the behind the scenes stuff right like i yeah. feel like a lot of people know okay i want to I'm really passionate about making this product and I want to start selling that. But then it's all mm -hmm. the logistics of how to do that legally and efficiently. Yes. Like that's what's difficult to learn. I, I find just from talking to folks. Um, so it seems like yes. school helped with that part of it. Absolutely. Looking to the future of it, where are you hoping to take the Boho Vase? You know, any goals, future milestones you want to share with the audience? Oh gosh, I have so many of them. <laughs> um, one of my bigger goals I have is to launch something wholesale wise. So I have been learning, there's an app called Procreate and it's mm -hmm. like more of like a drawing, like illustrator app. And I've been trying to learn different doodles, different drawings to put on different products to wholesale. Um, so that's one of my bigger goals that I have. Another goal I want to have a second location at some point. Um, there's another little like shopping district here in Des Moines that I really want to get into, but just went into my second year. So I know I got to like be patient on that, but mm -hmm. that would be one of my bigger goals for sure. 
That's exciting. And would you say you're like heads down on boho vase or do you have, you know, ideas of, oh, maybe a, a different type of business? Like what what kind of uh, headspace are you in right now? Are you all in on the one or are you keeping your, your mind open for potential other avenues? I'm definitely all in on the one. So nice. I've worked with business owners that balance all these other ideas. And I guess like my brain is always constantly going. So I can't imagine having different avenues of different businesses and trying to keep track of everything. Cause sometimes I feel like you lose your main priority sometimes when you have too many other things going on. So I just really want to focus on boho, making that great, expanding that into different little avenues with just the boho vase. The only other thing I would say is doing more like events I could see myself going like the event route. So here in the store, we have a dried floral bar. We host events. Um, you can do your birthday, bridal shower, work outing, that type of thing. So my goal would be to someday have this huge gift shop. Front half is gift shop. Back half is like a dried floral bar. You can host events. You can or you don't have to do the dried floral bar, but it's just like a big enough, like beautiful space to hold a baby shower or birthday party, that type of thing and do more like events. So that would be yeah. like the only other avenue. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I, I totally see that vision. I think that's awesome. And what you were saying before, I, I understand of like how folks can maybe focus on too many, you know, businesses or ideas. And yeah. I, I get what you're saying where you lose the original why behind it, you know, because mm -hmm. it almost feels like at that point it becomes like real estate, right? Where you're like buying yeah. a million houses and building up your empire. Like, yeah, that, yeah. I, I get what you're saying and how you kind of lose your initial mission right behind mm -hmm. what you were trying to build. Yeah. makes sense. Right. Do you have a team right now? Is it just you? Like how many people are behind Boho Vase? Um, it's just me right now. So wow. I do all the designing, the marketing, everything. If I need a day off or something, I do have a couple girls that'll help me. Or like if there's an event, once in a blue moon that I'm like double booked on or something, they'll come and help. But no, most of the time it's just me. <laughs> wow. How is that? Just, you know, how, how is that balancing, balancing all of that? Cause I can imagine you can really work on something 24 seven, right? Especially when it's just you and there's always something to do a new idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just how is that? What's your advice for others who might be doing it on their own right now as well? Right now, it is fun. It keeps me busy for sure, but it is a little lonely at times because when mm -hmm. I worked at Bath and Body Works or even worked at a small business, like you're around people constantly, like you, your teams, you're directing, you're doing whatever. And like going from that to really slowing down and doing what I'm doing now, it's a little lonely, but um, <laughs> the customers, social media, like I have so many things that I need to be doing that it does keep me busy. And I know someday I will have a team again. So I'm working hard now, working hard in the future to hopefully have a team and help them grow someday too. So for sure. I, yeah, you're just, you're, you're in the process of scaling right now, right? Yeah. Expanding and yep. eventually that, that team will be there. Yeah. That, that makes sense. How have you found social media? So broad question, but what I'm trying to get at is especially since you have that in-person storefront as well, would you say build, like how important is building up that social media presence, at least from your perspective? I'm just curious, since you don't just sell online, 
Um, have you found it helps bring folks into the store too? Or I don't know, what what's your perspective on just social media in general and having a presence online? I think social media is like, it'll make or break you. I think at the beginning, had I not built up my social media and just opened up my storefront, I don't know if I would have made it. So at the beginning, my online presence has really, really, really helped me out. And just figuring out Shopify. And I had a conversation with a business owner one time where social media has turned into, it needs to be convenient for them to purchase. So what I mean by that is tagging your products in an Instagram post where it's right there, it's auto filled in and somebody can purchase it with ease versus somebody driving to your store, having to get out, look for the product in the store. They may or may not want to ask you where it's at and just making it so easy for the customer to find your stuff. And yeah, it's just, I think it's so important to have a good social media presence and you can really connect with your customers too on there as well. Like there's customers I've met strictly through social media and then eventually they come in or they live in different towns, like way far away and they'll come and visit the store. And it's just so, so important. When you decided to open the storefront, do you remember how many like say followers you had on Instagram? Just trying to put it into context of, you know, how much you had built up that community before deciding, okay, let's open up the the physical store. Gosh, I think I had maybe 4,000-ish followers. Okay. Yeah. And I know there's certain brands, like one at the top of my head, I want to say when I was in college, I looked at opening a franchise and the certain franchise said that you had to have so many people that liked your Facebook page before you could have your hmm. brand open to build up that social media presence. And I always thought that that was like such a unique, it's smart for sure to have that presence of people know who you are in your area. Now that is interesting. And you do see it with, you know, like influencers on, on Instagram and stuff like they'll build or even TikTok, right? Like they build a following yeah. and then they're, Oh, I'm launching a podcast. I'm launching this merch. Yeah. I'm launching blah, blah, blah. Right. So it is it, to your point, like it's a formula that definitely works and you can see it work time and time again. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Well, Maria, I think, you know, my last big question that I ask all my guests is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment so far? And it can be related to the boho vase, or maybe it's something completely off topic. But just in this moment, what would you say you're most proud of right now? I would say probably creating employment for myself. I think mm -hmm. that was a big thing that I knew I always wanted to do it, but I never knew if I could make it happen. So that would probably be a big one. Otherwise, I would say within the shop, probably creating or like supporting other small businesses through my small business, like being that helping hand for other people, whether that's in like the products we carry in store from other local businesses and small businesses, or just like hosting them in store and like shopping events, that type of thing. Definitely inspiring of having that, that store that support, supports other small businesses. I always love to see that. I think that's just such a beautiful business model. Excellent. Awesome. Well, before we sign off, where can people find you in the Boho Vase? You know, shout out all your social medias, the store address, where you ship your products, shout shout everything out. Yeah. So um, the Boho Vase is on Facebook and Instagram. It's just at the Boho Vase. Our website is www.shopthebohovase.com. 
Other than that, we ship through all 50 states. Um, nice. We've shipped to Canada, Guam. Yeah. Excellent. That's exciting. That's awesome. Well, congrats <laughs> on, on all your success so far. I'm uh, really looking forward to continuing to follow your journey. And thanks so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. 